Hey gang, for those of you who enjoy QF, a podcast about Howard Stern, and would like to donate to us just via PayPal, you can using the email address johnnythegreek21 at gmail.com. You can check the link in the description for the spelling, and it's also here on the graphic. And if you'd like to do more in terms of uh, donations or subscriptions, you can use our Patreon account and subscribe via the black kluge level and you can receive our weekly content that we're putting only on patreon it's exclusive for that platform and um anything over five dollars is just gravy guys we love you thank you so much i have zero um i have zero inbox do you know that we do another contract here well, let's do a three-hour show what we should be done right now well you're having this negotiation with me that's the only problem well who am i supposed to negotiate with <laughs> right and uh, the one thing i don't respond well to is humiliation I don't respond well to it at all. You know, I don't want to be told what a shithead I am. I don't want to, be, you know, I, this, those days are over. I've, I've suffered enough in this business. I don't need to, to find out what a shithead I am. Are you ready for this? Cut your hair, man. What do yeah. you do? What's going on? I'm getting old. So I what? You know, you, I can't keep it like yours. You know, I'm, I'm old too, so what? Yeah, but you're ugly. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Jesus. What are you saying? I need the hair? You need it. No, oh, I Boy, need you it. need it. Well, you know, it's just interesting when people have their kids on the air. Yeah, but I'm just saying, if a kid was a fuck-up, you just keep them quiet. I put my kids on the air more, but they, they want no part of it. When you're trying to just have a friendly conversation, when he's irritable, the things you do every day become the wrong thing to do. That's true. He doesn't listen. That's right. But the most irritating thing of all is that we used to be good friends, and we just aren't anymore. I still love him, but he says everybody's expendable, and I just have to live with that. I was going to look for a Nikki Hilton. <laughs> but you see, those good-looking rich, rich girls, they don't go for a guy like me because they don't need my money. And Rickles tells me this story, so Beth says to Don Rickles, Gee, I wonder what they say about me. <laughs> Don Rickles goes, you. <laughs> No one cares about you. You don't even know that important. No one says anything about you. No one. No one talks about you. I don't you're even not, know you. You're not that big. I do have to ask. Do you think there's a physical match between him and Beth? Do you? Yes, they're both tall and have ten fingers. Yeah, they look right together. <laughs> I don't know, they look more right together now. Where was this on the regular show? <laughs> it just occurred to me that I listened Like, who get, like, I, uh, it dawned on me, like, two days ago, who's a, like, my hair's going to get crazy because yeah. I don't have, like, a, I'm not going to get a haircut. And then Beth goes, I'll cut your hair, but you can't cut my hair because my my hair is curly. It's, a, you need, it's you, hard to cut your hair. It just amazes me that this particular, a lot of the farewells on the show get kind of lumped together, but this one kind of gets short shrift on the online community because it seems like it's, it's sussy. It's not a big guy like stuttering John. That's a major player leaving the show. I understand where the emphasis for people to talk about that is out there, but this one lasted so long for somebody so inconsequential did like, I mean, no, no offense to sussy. Did he deserve 40 minutes of this? I don't think no. so. Isaac Mark got 10 minutes. <laughs> he got off easy. He got off really easy.
Scott well, Einziger got 20 minutes of fuck you. <laughs> I I think again it's it has to do with the, what he's doing. It's it's the bike. It it's yeah. it's the absolute it's not that he's going for another job, job like that that Howard would think in the other people's heads they were going for different jobs that made sense to him. This is so out of his brain but maybe something he always thought about doing or jealous of that inhibition that it's really yeah. fucking with him you could tell yeah. it's fucking with howard it's fucking with howard more than it's fucking with sussy but think yeah. about this too sussy you know he said we got rid of our lease mm-hmm. imagine all the people that were fired on the spot that day yes. on air who did have a lease i oh, mean what fuck. happened right i mean unless they had some kind of I don't know, some very friendly, you know, uh, landlord or whatever, or if they had like some, uh, I don't know, deep pockets somewhere that we don't, don't know about or alternate source of income, you're still going to take a huge hit. What are you going to do with that fucking lease? I can't even imagine it at the time that it, that still to this day, I, that whole, like you're fired, you got, you're going in a couple months. Jesus, like, to find a new job, what's what's the minimum amount of time you really need in in back then? Let's say in New York, six months at least. I looking mean, for work, even especially during that time because it was right after the two thousand. So the two thousand and eight crash, the job crash. market sucked for like yeah. four or five years after that. I mean, yeah. consistently sucked. It was really yeah. hard to find work. So yeah, I can't, especially in those industries. So. What would you do? And especially even if you got a severance package for, say, six months, what if you had a two year lease? What mm-hmm. if you had a year lease? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. And because it's the Howard Stern show, can it really parlay into other show business type jobs? I don't think so. I mean, you're not even none of those guys are SAG, AFTRA. None of them are, you know, whatever, whatever unions the technical crew would be in, in the equivalent of a movie or TV show. Um, where are they going to go? Like Gary was trying for ages to parlay connections to Rob Burnett and Jimmy Kimmel because they were guests and stuff like that, or they were fans and super fans. And it came to nothing because if Bowie could have worked for Kimmel for, I don't know, fucking, I don't know, like the same amount of money or let's say a little less, but it's regular work, he would have taken it in a minute. I mean, think about how bad Bowie has to be at his job. The fact that, you know, how Jimmy Kimmel hires all of his family Mm -hmm. and, you know, they don't seem like super professional people either. So no. it's a little bizarre to me that he's that bad that even Jimmy Kimmel didn't give him a second look. Like, you know, <laughs> no. like you hear all the fuck ups over the years. Yeah. No, not, I, no, not, not if you're on a mission with this organic. Why farming. do you have to start with, with the world series run and right? Why can't you do small rides and write about that and sell those and then build up? He's not, that? listen, no one's buying him riding a, a that's, story about that's, him riding around see, on a that's, bike. That's the point, though. If there's a market for it, you can't. Well, you this guy then. who wrote a book. It was his diary. He got eaten by a bear. That's interesting. You want to get eaten by a bear? I'll buy a book of that. My life but is a piece what? of bear shit. Yeah. You brought it up, Forrest Gump. Right. Forrest Gump became a news story eventually Sussy. because he kept running. That's what he's thinking. I'm going to give you Jenny, Jenny. Oh my fucking god! Like let's let's throw Timothy Treadwell. Into Forrest Gump, into I don't know what the hell they're going on. Like if Terry Fox, if Terry Fox rode a bike instead of ran across half Canada. Go ahead. Why is Robin's voice when she speaks? It's like 
trudging through sludge and you're just like screaming. It sounds so painful to listen to sometimes. That's what, you know, what he's it's, doing. It's like, why? You're a broadcaster. Why I think are it's, you stressing me out right now with this voice? It's forced. I think that's why. I think she's de- pushing it to say something because she feels she needs to. You know, like Howard's shorthand. If there's some silence, we can't have silence. So, Robin, you take over for a bit and you pile on this guy as well. But to your, more to your point earlier, I just realized you, you, you made a great point. John, uh, Stuttering John and um, Scott Einziger both took upward jumps in the employment field and he shit on them. This guy, you're right. He, he's like, he, they all would have got the fuck off. So they all would get the fuck off. Don't let the door hit you on the way, hit your hat in the ass on the way out. But because this guy is doing something, Howard can't even fathom. It's even worse. It's like, yeah. it's, it's, you know, it's because he's just too stupid. He's just too stupid. And I think when you say envious, yeah, I, I agree. But there's a bit of envy there as well. Like he he wish he wishes he could be as I'll let my hair down as sussy is. Well, a lot of a parts of your identity is your job. And yeah. sometimes for people, it's not. So when it's not, and Howard sees somebody like this that's just so comfortable with that and just being able to say, okay, I don't like what I'm doing. This isn't fulfilling me. I'm going to go find what I want to do. Maybe it's going to mm-hmm. be this. Maybe it's not. Who cares if I fail? I'm going to leap. Yeah. It is unfathomable to him that somebody is going to try to leap and be happy and not just leap from job to job or frog pad to frog pad, whatever it is. They, they, they're yeah. not. He doesn't. He can't get it. He doesn't get mm-hmm. it. And it, it's bothering him. Do you think also there's a, the projection of because he has to project onto everything and everybody it's how could you leave your job thinking it's actually Howard Howard going, I couldn't leave my job. I certainly wouldn't leave my job to go bike riding. And he's equate, he's conflating, you know, his job with Howard's job. I, I do think Howard a lot. Yes. And I also think he's Howard has always complained about the grind and always mm-hmm. has complained about, you know, I want to leave. I want to be able to do whatever. Well, then yeah. do it. Yeah. Like we said, you ha- you have enough money to go do whatever the fuck you want. You More should go enough. do it. And I think that the bike riding and just going out and doing, like I said, is freedom. And yeah. Howard is in a gilded cage in so many ways. He's trapped in a lie of his yeah. life. His entire yeah. life and personality is a lie that he's never going to be able to just break free and go somewhere. Plus, he doesn't know how to get anywhere because he can't even leave his house without getting lost. So, well, <laughs> that wouldn't help. But I mean, honestly, if you were Howard, you could literally shut down the show after, you know, after a fashion, you tell everybody this is going to be the last show and you give them a notice, but you don't because you're Howard and fuck everybody else. And then go travel if you want to see the world. The only reason he doesn't want to see the world, there's a couple of reasons. He does. He's not going to be famous outside of the United States. No one's going to care about him. And he's barely famous now in the States, except for the pocket of people that remember him. Plus, he doesn't like the world. No, (laughs) he'd rather live with a bowling alley and a drunk wife on the fucking floor with Adderall and Lucky Charms and cats, cat spackle on the walls. So, um... Anyway, I just, it's still, it's fine. I still find it's just so fascinating that it had to be this, this much of an epic. Anyway, 
And he had a whole book full of his new Sussy. stories. He got Sussy. Time Magazine. Never mind, you're not Forrest Gump. He's Listen looking to me. at the movies yeah. and getting all inspired. Listen to me. <laughs> Forrest Gump was retarded. <laughs> All right. I mean, maybe I'm arguably retarded. <laughs> I'm starting a to think bit. you might be. <laughs> yeah. But listen to me. I'm going to do something for you I've never done before. Give, give me a hug? No. <laughs> you want to drop this bike riding thing right now? I can guarantee you. I think. Scott, have you given away his job? Can he keep his job if he right now gives. Okay, I'm going to let this one play through, guys. Gives up this stupid fucking dream of his to go. That's third time now he's holding his job, his now former job against him in the whole run of it so far we're 20 minutes through the stations of the cross are less painful <laughs> all right his bike yes this is his last chance Ooh. all right look at me Jesus I, want, I don't want you to the stop, wipe the smile off your face this is serious man. Yeah, this is serious sorry the, the smile's then get rid of that <laughs> smile <laughs> he is like Forrest Gump. Yeah. Look at this guy. I'm a happy dude. I don't know. Yeah, I, you guys might be foreign to this, but yeah. I'm happy with my decision. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. And 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 you you know that there has to be underlying resentment from at least the other two, like from Robin and these other people. Like, not because they, you know, it, it's not well, they're making way more money than him, obviously. So it's not a money thing. It literally is good for you for being able to leave, being able to leave. We can't, we're stuck here. And it's a happiness lifestyle, like a holistic lifestyle. So yeah, for example, this is bothering Robin too, because Robin was so-called the, you know, organic whole food, um, holistic woman on the show yeah, and this is suddenly. her whole image that she was projecting onto the show literally throwing it at us every day yeah meanwhile this guy is actually doing the work growing That's the food right. and he's stuck with a lifestyle and eating those kinds of foods regularly and it, kind of implementing that lifestyle does make yeah. you happy because what you put in is what you get out and mm -hmm. robin can't maintain that and she's a miserable <laughs> cunt <laughs> she said it herself. We're quoting her. I like I'm wipe the smile off your face because this is your in-laws are tuned in I mean, right if, now. If you double my pay, I'll stay. Uh, oh, months. really? No. So you're not He's that holding a hostage. No, committed. That's not that's not what's being offered here. Here's what I'm offering. <laughs> yeah, no money. <laughs> no. Did Someone... you see marbles? Yeah. Bye. Conversation yeah. See ya. over. Have a good trip. Keep your job, and then instead of going on your dumb bike ride. Start getting your resume together and writing samples and get on weekends in a car and go and visit <laughs> newspapers, magazines. So this is what he's telling him to do is be a paper boy, basically. Here, uh, this is what I, you're going to do. I'm going to offer you absolutely nothing but a second job that you're not going to get paid for. And you should take that. He, he, this tunnel, this fucking 79 tunnel vision on writing, Get in a car, writing, biking, writing, biking, like you're going to go. And then there's the farm thing that comes into play later, but they don't really focus on it. And that's because he's still, it's a work in progress for Sussy as well. He hasn't quite figured out that's what he's going to do, but just this alone, you know, like you've, have you done, you've done road trips across the States, right? Of course. Okay. And what's, what's part of the fun getting there? On the of way, of course. 
what this the guy music. Gonna get, Howard's going to get lost walking out the front door. Right. <laughs> so I put mean, him on a bike. <laughs> put him on a bike with with Ralph. I I just think, you know, Sussy too kind of has he sort of has a plan, but he's also wants to leave some doors open because he does yeah. want to think where does this creatively go, which is fine. Yeah. You leave your options open uh, and you and you adjust on the fly as well. You may decide a couple things. You may decide one thing. You may decide not to do anything. You may just go back and do a nine to five somewhere else. Let's say in another state and another city. He took one photo in, on his website of him and his wife having biked to what looks like either Colorado or B.C. Judging Colorado's from the mountains. beautiful. I've never been to either, so I can only go from what I've seen from, you know, drone footage and shit like that. But at any rate, um, I just find it fascinating. Let's continue because this is a long, long clip. Everywhere in this country, websites that pay and go get a paying job as a writer. Now, I'm offering this to you. What is your- I'm offering you other people to pay you for me. <laughs> what are you offering? You know, and he's saying get in the car versus saying give me your get writing it. samples and I'll shop them around and help you get in the door. Sure. I'm not offering you anything. You can just stay working here then drive around with your writing, sending freelancing. First of all, dumbass doesn't realize these days you can be a writer in your home. You can do whatever you want and send in freelance pieces. Yeah. When did email come about? When did, <laughs> when did, when did gasoline powered automobiles come about? Your answer and don't answer quickly. Thank you. Thera. Stop smiling because it ain't no fucking joke. You think this is funny? It isn't. This is your f- that's the other thing that's bothering hilarious. He's not bothering him, Sussy, in the slightest. Like, Sussy's not getting phased. Because, like I said, he, Sussy is a full, uh, is a, he knows what he wants. He's more, yes, right. what, he's more formed than Howard is as a person. Yes. And it bugs Howard. It bugs him that he can't get to him. Because Howard's such an insecure soul. So is Robin. So is Fred. It's so funny that this young kid is more fully formed than these mm. three adults. Mm, adults. Like, ne- older. Near, near seniors at this point. Like they're getting there. Yeah. Like, like Howard is 50. Uh, hold on. Uh, he's a couple of years away from 60 at this point. No, with that full head of hair, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Future, dude. This is a, you're 26. You're at a crossroads. Want to go be a hippie? Here. Hippie, dippy. <laughs> Hippie, dippy, dippy. Di- dippy. Go ahead. No, I'm still going on the bike. Right All right, now. goodbye. Oh. That's wait, it. That, wait, Job so that gone. was the offer? Hippie or dippy? Hippie or dippy, yeah. Itsy bitsy. <laughs> I'm speechless now. I, I thought there was going to actually be something. Like, I thought he was going to maybe say, I'll get you in touch with or nothing. No. No, hippie Benji, or dippy. Benji couldn't come up come up with anything better. Bibbity bobbity boo. What? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've, it's been a, over a year of planning. Well, right. but one thing you can say is this is a guy who believes in himself. He sure does. All right, Sussy, I like you. I wish you the best. Yeah, I love you, man. It's been now, great. Robin is not you. contributing. That's that's fine. I, I don't, you know, I'm not right. asking anybody for money. I'm going to give you one more chance. Hippie. Dippy. <laughs> right. Hippy. Dippy. Wasn't funny the first time. That's tough, man. Weigh nope. my options. All right. Goodbye. <laughs> and good luck. 
And let us you. send us a postcard from the road. Absolutely. So what's he doing? He's going to Washington, then he's going to drive his bike back. Jump back. What is <laughs> that all about? <laughs> okay, let it go. Kate's walking. I'm. I leave before her. I'm going by. She's myself. walking. Yeah, walking for for graduation. Oh, you mean oh, not oh. not like physically walking? She's not there. walking to DC. No, no, no. I thought you're gonna ride your bike and she's gonna walk next to you. <laughs> no, I leave. I'm I'm on the road for a month by myself. And she's gonna bike ride with you. She's gonna join you on the road. Yeah, I come back to New York, pick her up. Oh, oh her parents must hate you. How much did they pay for that wedding? You know what the analogy, John stuttering John, a good old wet brain stuttering John does, when he puts wrote in his book about the crabs picking the other crabs like pulling them back into the bucket that's exactly what that's exactly what these assholes do there's a there's a quote from Artie on one of the wrap-up shows and i can't recall exactly i know i've got it handy somewhere i just have to re-upload it and just try to figure out that one isolate that one bit where he talks about how one day as a fan he was listening and gary and fred and jackie were all getting along and talking like they're, they're just being friendly and howard said something like I hate this. I hate this. I want you to be mad at each other. Yes. And yes. And it, for entertainment purposes, that's what we all thought for years and years and years. We just want tumult or tumult. Sorry, I got that wrong, guys. Sam got it right originally. I was wrong. Uh, she, he wants tumult so that there that he's happy because he can't be happy when other people are happy because he'll never be happy. His misery is based on making other people miserable, as miserable as possible. Now, as, as a narcissist, but also as a completely flawed human being, like a demented human being. He can't just let everyone be in peace. Oh, yeah, right. Oh, my God. And what are you doing, taking all the money from the wedding and putting it towards your bike riding? Yes. Yeah. No, all, our, all our presents and stuff, yeah. 26, man. These are reformative years, man. This is when you go out on the road and get your craft together. That's you read about I, the great rock. That's what I'm stuff. doing. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, you're gonna ride a bike. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't 100 percent agree I mean, with him. You're, you're you're taking it topically that bike riding is the only thing that I'm doing. Bye. Have a nice trip. Because yeah, he just, see, he we just, can't have the argument. No, that's right. Don't don't fucking get in the way of the of a bullshit story. I didn't figure out what I was doing until I was 28. But you were out there figuring it out. In other words, if she figured nothing out. She stumbled by, into every uh, fucking job she had. But look at his face right now, by the way. It's incredibly ugly. So it's it's just like he's saying, she's saying, I had to figure it out. What do you think Sussie's doing? Right. This is what he's doing. He's figuring it out. He realizes, I don't like the city. I don't like this lifestyle. I'm doing something different. I'm figuring mm -hmm. it out. This is how I'm choosing to do it. Okay. Yep. If you didn't do all those other jobs, you wouldn't have known you wanted this. That's true. Ew. I know what I'm talking about when it comes to one but thing I know. he needs to go do this. He might, yeah. he doesn't have to go out on the road for a year. I mean, there's no obligation for him to continue. If he finds it a total waste of time, he can stop. It's a total waste of time. You don't need to go learn that. And that poor wife. Now, th this is the this is the other thing. It's curmudgeonly as shit because my father would be the same way. And he was of that generation where, you know, like just get a blue collar job, get a union gig, you know, have your pension stacked up and work and do housekeeping, do whatever the fuck do, you know, uh, just, you know, work for a printer, work for this, that it doesn't matter. Uh, just get the fucking gig and be, you know, feed, put, put, you know, 
food on the family table. I get that mentality, but I get it too. We're, we we were born and bred that way, where it wasn't. We weren't born to be creatives. Like the, our parents, I'm sure they were a lot of the same. You know, work from a very young age yes. and have jobs. Right. That was the that was the model. You have a get a couple get married, raise a couple kids, and then have them take care of you and be crotchety and have them change your fucking underwear, adult diapers when you're you know too too unable to shit on the toilet yourself. Accidentally get pregnant and figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> she just went through graduate school. Now she's going to join him on a bike ride. If I was the parents, I'd, I'd, I'd hang myself. I'm fascinated. Yeah. I'd rather my, my kids date Charlie Manson than Sussie. <laughs> He's At least more he had ambitious. a plan. Yeah, he was ambitious. <laughs> what? Howard's, Howard reminds me of that one, the one fucking great quote from the book Fatherland, uh, where a guy's getting tortured and the torturer says to the guy, if you were my cat, I'd be, if we were my dog, I'd feed you poison. And the guy getting tortured says, if I was your pet, I'd eat it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. I was just, I'm looking at his website. This is great. You know, he does take donations, but he stipulates on the website that they're not taking any money from large corporations whose business practices do not align with our own. Good. That counts me out. Burger King, Pepsi, Walmart, etc. Yeah. Burger Good. King and Pepsi were just it. thinking of making a major. The whole, Ber- the whole original like Bernie Sanders campaign was about mm-hmm. that. They didn't take. Mm-hmm. The original one, not the second run, but the original right. one was like that. Right. Your donation. Hey, you never know. All right. We will not take from large I take their money and do something good with it. We yeah. will not bend our... I'd fucking buy a friendlies and eat it out. Ideal is to put an extra dollar in our pocket. Wow. How noble. It's, it's strong stuff. So you're panhandling with a purpose. <laughs> you're a panhandler. That's your career. That's why your in-laws are freaking out. Uh, they aren't freaking right. out. Oh, they are. They should never <laughs> they're they're afraid. They're afraid to tell them anything. <laughs> they're afraid to lose their, their daughter. Their daughter was determined. I yeah. Guess. Who will you accept money from? Uh, just anybody whose ideals align with our life. Has anyone donated? Yeah, I've actually had a whole bunch of people. What, donate. relatives? Uh, no, friends, strangers. Friends, yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Okay, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone donated? Imagine if he said, "Yeah, Billy Joel donated." Well, you know what? Maybe I'll throw you a couple bucks. Bon Jovi. Um, he should get like you know, I'm sure who was fans of the Stern Show at the time. Who's like like a greenie like Jewel? Doesn't she live on a farm or something? I have no idea. What I if Jewel threw a couple couple bucks? She, really stays stuff there. it up his ass. Yep, friends. I can't wait to get rid of you. <laughs> Your pan we actually made uh, custom bike jerseys for the trip that we oh. have sponsors on. Oh, wasting money. Sponsors. <laughs> Imagine say he's going to drive by on his. What a cunt. Oh, wasting money. Wasting money was on the bagel fucking marathon you ran, Robin. <laughs> or the car racing. Jesus Christ. Almighty. Oh, God. Glue factory blaze. <laughs> Poor Blaze. Did you get that? You got that screen cap of her office where there's a picture of Blaze in there, her writing Blaze. <laughs> <laughs> that one's still yet to go on Patreon. Bike. I mean, I mean, my, my who's, who's on your shirt? I want to know. I want to know who, who thinks that that's going to help their business. Uh, they're all small companies. I, yeah. Siggy's Yogurt. Is what is that? Back. Siggy's. It's a Icelandic yogurt company. Yeah. That's good. Uh, the chocolate room. Your chocolate uh, room. You're gonna ride by on your bike at chocolate room. Yeah, <laughs> the guy from the chocolate room in Brooklyn is fantastic. All right. Okay. Good luck, Sussy. I listen. 
Are you I don't follow approve. me on Twitter. And why is why is Wiggy laughing during his show? The course of his show, this you know the history. He took sponsors from whoever the fuck he could get, and dumped them as soon as he could when he got a better sponsor, or when he did get rid of those those sponsors, he shit on them. A lot of them. Remember Dunkin' Donuts was plugging for a while, and then all of a sudden, you know, well, Gardein's still there, I think, in in some way, but <laughs> bundle <Yeah>. blue chew. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think too, Sussie's ahead of his time because a lot of people now, especially with TikTok and other Instagram and stuff, they do these social media journeys and they mm-hmm. become influencers based on, they say, this is my goal. This is what I want to do. And when I say people sit on their phones all day and watch these influencers, kids Adults alike, they're glued to this. This is what their entertainment is, is watching these people get their goals. This one woman, I just read a news story. She started with a bobby pin and she's been trading for over a year till she gets a house. That was her goal where she was going to keep trading items until she got a house. She ended up trading something for sneakers to, um, to a car, to a trailer, to a Tesla. And she finally got the house. I mean, there was a bunch of things in the middle. She made a court. She made 28 trades, 28 mm-hmm. trades from a bobby pin. And she got a house in Nashville. Now, it's a small, like kind of dumpy house, but she right. got the house and right. it was a whole thing. Right. So, uh, All I'm of a sudden it becomes is, it becomes a story. Sussy is ahead of this trend. And people actually do sponsor and like this sort of shit. Yeah, and social media at this point, yeah, the TikTok, loads of people making their 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 fucking bread and butter from TikTok or like influencers essentially. And that he's you're right, he's way ahead of the fucking curve. This is way before t- TikTok. This is way before Instagram, as far as I know. I, Instagram is how old, would you say? I I'm not sure. And it was owned not by Zuckerberg at first. It was owned by the guy that um is married to that Victoria's Secret model. I forgot the original guy's name, but he sold, you know, how Facebook and Twitter by everything, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but uh, either way, yeah, it's 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 quite the. Um, I mean, it, the 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 icing on the cake would be if Sussy was this major major industrialist agriculturalist, but he wouldn't do that anyway because it's and it's antithetical to what he wants to do. Organic farms, whatever. You can still be a. Uh, uh, you could have a fleet of chain of organic farms under your name and still, you know, practice what you preach. Um, but, uh, that would be really burn Howard's ass and you'd never hear of this guy. Again. Oh, never. You, no, he would never promote it. Nothing. No. And so he said he's from Brooklyn. And so we, those ice cream shops that he's talking about, I'm sure they would donate and sponsor that stuff. Because yes. Independent people, joints. Yeah. For sure. How do you think those grassroots campaigns took off with all those progressive people, especially through that? 2000 era era mm-hmm. like that between 2010 and now it's yeah. all from social media and those areas kind of you know what i'm saying right well the idea the idea of uh yeah like joining forces to become larger than you actually are um and then just helping each other network with whatever like look you you lift me up i'll help lift you up if I, if it's, it's very, it, it is, it is a hippie concept in a lot of ways, but of course it was a more modern, into, modern bent, but it tapped into a larger thing. It became those grassroots things became what kind of how every social media personality is now. 
Yes. You know? 100%. No. No? No. I, I feel bad for you. You seem like a bright guy. You got to follow him just to see the no. the thing go wrong. <laughs> no. That's exactly why like people would follow him. See, Robin nailed it on the head. It's you have to because you want to see what happens. Right. It's more interesting than a reality show. It, and it's something you're involved with. So if you donate, yeah. it's like you're invested. In yeah, you have journey. a vested interest in it. See, yeah, and it might fuck up, but at least it's your, like you're seeing it happen. A reality show is scripted and edited to shit. There's nothing real about it. And because he's saying that he wants to be a farmer and he wants to grow whole foods and organic foods, mm-hmm. a lot of people felt that way. And yes. so- they feel like they're investing in a bigger, larger, better picture for a bigger, better world. So Sussie yeah. is really actually tapping into something super relevant that Wiggy just can't see. He can't wrap his head around it. That's the main problem. And the other thing is by doing that vicariously, like supporting Sussie, the, any of these businesses, they may also be doing it as a point of, well, let's see how he does. And there's because someone paves the road, the rest of the people ride over it. And you know, groundbreakers and trailblazers and stuff uh, that you read up, read up on all of them, all the industrialists, all the, you know, sports icons, whatever um, mavens that own like, you know, sports teams and stuff. Often they all started the same way, small. It's not every one of them had a leg up from their father who was rich or whatever bullshit. Some of them really are people that worked, you know, just they were hard workers and they just kept going at it. So there's something to be said about that. Was Howard ever really a hard worker? Maybe at some point. Yeah, I'd say so at some point. But I think, too, those people who sponsor Sussy, that also says something about their business, that we are actually invested in people in our community who are trying to do the things that we believe in as well. So it kind of sets in stone their integrity as a business. That's right. It's cyclical. Yeah. Starving in Tibet. <laughs> this yeah. doesn't sound good. I'm not a fan of this. Not a fan at all? I'm a fan of yours, but I'm not a fan of this this plan. Because it's no plan. It's nonsense. You want to exercise? Join a gym. I think it's because you want you don't want anybody to be doing something besides working for you. No. <laughs> he, <laughs> he got it. Uh, <laughs> he nailed it. Sussy, you just said everything. Why did we even do the show? <laughs> yeah, we could stop it right here. Like I'm already No, here. you're gone. I told you, I don't want you working for me. Go out and write. I have If been. you're a writer. And I am. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. His great. body Thanks. language. <laughs> Who's? Fillmore, his body language is almost like when Who's? Mia was like four years old, my daughter. When Mia no, no, was no. four and she was. Hold, no, no. When Howard. Whose body language? Howard's? Howard. Okay. Yeah, sorry. When Howard's body language and he sits back in the chair and clenched his fists and just almost threw him on the table like that. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. He looks like a four-year-old. Well, he is emotionally, mentally tantrum. We honestly, we say like 13 year old undeveloped, like underdeveloped sexually or 11 year old. He's a constant teen, like the world's oldest teenager. I agree with you. I think emotionally, mentally, he is terrible too. It is unbelievable what that body language was just. I had a flashback of her saying, I don't want to go. Yeah. (laughs) Rage. Now that you're leaving, by the way, you got any good dirt on those idiots back there that work for me? Ah, uh, plenty, but none I'll share. Nothing. Oh, darn. <laughs> <Yeah>. Worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, had something to write about. Sussy, I wish you the best. I hope you. I hope this works out for you. Yeah, this is. Thanks. I tried to convince you. It's been a you. pleasure working with you. Yeah, pleasure. 
You know why? I never saw you. I, like <laughs> I admire that. I'm behind the camera. All right. Thanks, yeah. Sussy. All right, Sussy, good luck with this background. What's your website in case anybody wants to help you out? It's uh, foodcyclist.com. Foodcyclist.com. Yeah. All right. on. It's, it's since changed oh, since then, guys. It's, it's, a, it's a completely different thing. We said it earlier on, I believe, in the first, uh, first part of this. Twitter, at foodcyclist. All right. All the best. Foodcyclist. There I'll follow. Right, there you go. Say what you're up to. Oh, Burger King just called. Are they allowed to donate? <laughs> no? Oh, they want to give you a million dollars. I'm they, sorry. They, they don't align with my... They don't align with his program. philosophy. His philosophy. Good, he, he doesn't have a philosophy. Like Robin. Oh, fuck. Six, what philosophies do you have? Doesn't align with his philosophy. If I forget what, what my philosophy was at 26... You don't I better, have one. I got to get a job. I got to keep a roof. That over was my, my whole head. philosophy. It's like Jerry Lewis has a charity. He takes money from anybody that wants to kick in. No, I say I, I want to. I want. I, I want to be a success. But Howard, you were fear. What was that stuttering about? Holy shit! I, like I said, this has completely befuddled him. He's, he's shaken. Well, yeah, guy's sticking sticking to his guns, saying I'm going and goes. And uh, the fact the fact is, when Scott Einziger left, they were still friendly. It wasn't until the lawsuit that all of a sudden, uh, you know, they they still, you know, uh, they they the schism schism happened. But ultimately, he did get a shitty farewell because he was leaving for greener pastures. That was the big fucking bone of contention. Uh, but but they did hang out because from what I understood from different sources on the show was that they hung out personally. Einziger and Howard, like they were buddies, if you want to call them that, uh, during the single period for Howard stuff. So for years and years they had, you know, God only knows the fucking dirt. If I could get an Einziger interview, I'd love it. I'd love it. If he was on truth serum. Me too. Fuck. I agree. Yeah, I, we have, we've tried guys. There's no the people that had connections with him. They don't, he doesn't, they don't hear from him anymore. So he's kind of gone completely off the grid. I, I think that it, I think that the fact that Sussie not only just left and said bye, and that was it, but he was happy. He smiled yes. the whole time. He didn't the break. happiness. The happiness was so much more than, you know, you could tell that John or Scott DePace or anybody, they were bothered by the haranguing. Einzinger. I'm sorry, Einzinger. Mm -hmm. And you could tell that he's not bothered at all. He's no. just completely happy he has rays of sunshine coming out of his ass well yeah he when you have when you go into the it's very rare you get someone go into the studio that is steadfast that has the strength of will to stand up to these two three three idiots and the convictions to say this is what i'm doing i love it i'm going to, i'm going to do it regardless of what you say most of the other people in their break goodstein was pretty pretty close up there he was one of the few that would actually talk shit back to howard um, and already from time to time, but that was usually like when he was backed into a corner most of the time. Um, yeah. And you, and you know, he has convictions because he said, I won't take donations from certain corporations that don't align with my values. Meanwhile, Howard's for sale and a shill and will change his morals and anything on a anything, dime. Anything, anytime. He has for money. no backbone. None whatsoever. Fear based. That's Right. And that's what he should do. He needs a little fear. <laughs> Nobody's talking to this kid. Maybe this will put some fear wow. into him. If the fear's not there, no matter what you say, it's not going to motivate really? By the way, if you spend that much time on a bike, don't your balls get numb? Ask him. Yeah.
And what about oh. his wife's pussy? <laughs> She'll be numb. <laughs> My oh, wife numb. has frozen pussy. <laughs> hey. What's the fucking point of this? Jesus what? Christ. He's not even in studio and they're still talking shit about him. I would punch it. Why didn't you talk about her frozen pussy and his balls when he was in studio so he could wreck your face? Sussy, what are you going to do about your wife's frozen pussy? <laughs> I like that he's getting married while he's going to be bike riding. I didn't know he had yeah. actually committed a person to this quest. But this is such mean girl shit. Like, that's that's the first thing that comes to mind. Some clique of little catty bitches in grade 12 or grade 11 going, oh, look at the fucking, look at, look at those shoes. <laughs> <laughs> look at that top. So hey. ugly. Yeah. He must have hypnotized her. <laughs> He's got that flat monotone. Anyone who wants to follow me on Twitter. Oh, by the way, my wife has bicycle pussy. <laughs> oh, bicycle pussy? Oh, I'm so sorry. My wife. What the fuck is bicycle pussy? Can we get Artie back? <laughs> <laughs> These are the lines are coming out. If it's walking. Could you imagine me? Could you imagine uh, being Artie and listening to these lines and being like, bicycle pussy? <laughs> <laughs> well, if Artie were in studio, well, he might have a good one-liner, one, but most of the time, you know, in this situation, he'd keep his mouth shut because he's not going to shit on the guy. He's just not going to. I, I, bicycle pussy. <laughs> oh, health insurance because my I mean, wife has bicycle. Could you be any more literal about a pussy on a bicycle? Bicycle right. pussy. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? That's where her pussy froze up. What do you, do, do you, does your balls get numb from doing that much bike riding? What are you doing, like 100 miles a day? Uh, I do about be anywhere between 50 and 100 miles. And your balls ever get numb? Uh, not really. I yeah. mean, when it's really cold outside, you'll. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Johnson gets a little. Yeah, sometimes you taint. And then, can't your wife get bicycle pussy? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about with her lips getting numb? So there's four mentions yeah. of bicycle pussy inside of two minutes. And the only people laughing are the people paid to laugh. Her lips? <laughs> the look on Sam's face is a combination of horror and incredulousness. I just... Nobody's ever asked me about my vagina when I rode a bike. It's just so <laughs> strange. Well, it's usually it's usually the guys that have to worry about what is it like a lack of testosterone. It's something like a, when it when it when it has to do with um, uh, sperm count, something like that. That's they say riding bikes is is detrimental if you're trying to have a kid. That kind of shit. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't know. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can numb out. You don't care. Yeah, you get used to it though. Yeah. I mean, after a while, it's like anything. You become. I like the wife is so afraid of losing him. She's like, she's gonna get on a bike. She's gonna get on a bike and follow him around rather than let him disappear for a year. <laughs> she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to lose her catch. <laughs> I think he'll be there when you yeah. get back. There Baby, some... I'm gonna go ride a bike for you. Oh, I'll come with you. <laughs> there, are, there are some that horrifies Howard because you'd never want to be with his wife that long. Any wife. <laughs> Look at it. I mean, oh, God. Could you imagine Beth's life? Oh, God. It's just so disgusting to think about. Ugh. Well, there are still people, even amongst the QF fans, that, that still actually have sympathy for her. I don't. I have none. I have zero. Oh, I think she totally. If You know, you don't have sympathy for her if you go. It's hard because you're listening to Beth now. Yeah, But if you were listening to Beth for the first 10 years plus, 
you should have zero sympathy for her. She earned all these cat Scorn. shit spackled Scorn. stars and stripes. Yeah. She deserves to be wearing crazy cuckoo schmatas on the floor right now doing nothing. Yeah. Some days you get off the bike and you're kind of like, yeah, yeah, sure. ass hurts a little bit. Sure, you know, guys lost their erections, everything from them. Yeah. You can get a number. Yeah. Uh, it's one of our sponsors, a product sponsor, Chomper Body. Okay. Uh, it's essentially taint cream. It's called chamois cream mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, it's antimicrobial, helps with circulation. So you don't have that problem. Yeah, you know why you need below. that? Because it's not natural what you're doing. To ride that much bicycles, you know, it's not natural. Yeah, people have been riding bikes for that. Funny. 13 years later, he's shitting on the guy that did that plank for however many hours, the old guy, like the 62-year-old who did the six-hour plank or something like that. Not natural. It's not natural. You should be carried across the country. How, how long have bikes been around? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's funny. I mean, I should. That's a great trivia question. But um, I think they, it's pretty and they, natural. They, 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 They've only been scientifically engineered up the wazoo at this point and expensive. Yeah. To, yeah, to, but for, not to go to their job. Thousands of hours. Yeah. I, I ride time. my bike here. Every your, whole too. your whole job is riding a bike. Sad. All right. That's Thank sad. you. Go ahead, yeah. Sussie. Now get to work while you still have work. Goofing off, hanging out with me. What's sadder? Riding a bike uh, to, I don't know, experience different types of farm life, whatever, different, different, see, go to different cities, go to different towns, uh, or wiping the fucking Hershey squirts out of Howard's underwear and t telling him which ones to wear, uh, you know, like <laughs> being at his whim. <laughs> he was into biking. He, he was. was. So this is so annoying to me. Like, we should have had these clips ready where he was in to biking with Ralph. And that was like bike. early, that was early nineties, wasn't it? Right. But I'm saying, how dare you make fun of biking? I remember these shows. We listen to these shows. Yeah. But, but the thing is, once he's done with something, he's done with it. So you must be done with it as well. You got to be on the same page with me. Don't be fucking talking photography with me. Cause I forgot photography is bullshit. He knows because he was shit at it and he gave it up. So you should be fucking giving it up as well. Same with everything he, else. Yes, because he realized it was shit. So now everyone else has to realize it's shit too. Got That's it. That's right. Yep. <laughs> oh, wait a second. McDonald's just called. They want to donate a million dollars. I have no one more question for Sussex. It's hysterical. What? When, when Gary walks in a room, it's like, it's almost like a video game. It's like his character. He looks like a character or something. He's so, <laughs> he's so hideous. Like Jaws? Yes, it's just unbelievable how ugly this guy is. He's he really be, is. I, I I go back and forth. I toggle back and forth. Who's more hideous, Howard or Gary? I don't know. In any they're given both, day, it's a, it's a coin toss. In any given day, they're both so disgusting looking. Well, at least with Gary, he didn't do anything with this. I mean, they, Howard's. This is the result of Howard after like you know plastic surgery, and he still looks oh, like complete I know. shit. I mean, Gary's naturally ugly. Yeah, this is this is some cruel Magnon shit. Because the yeah. guys out there were it was one of the guys sent me this question: If you were riding and God forbid something happened, where you know, say like your wife broke her leg or something, would you stop the ride or would you just send her home and continue? No, they shoot her like a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing sorry. stops. That'll the make ride. a great story. That's a great part of the story. I'm sorry. No, we have to leave. You're outside the tent now. You cannot continue. Uh, yeah, if if she gets hurt, I mean, we if she gets hurt, we stop everything. I'm not going to continue. <laughs> no, her. she'll go to a hospital, and you'll continue the ride. No.
No, I would. Hey, your I life depends on. I, I wouldn't leave her. What I are you going to do? Come home and do what? Uh, we'll figure it out. But the plan was to ride bikes for a year. Yeah, and if we can't do that, then we'll figure out what the next. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit. I, Wait I, a minute. I have another question. I want to go for play you. tennis for a year. I have another question for you. So you're a school, and a year later. This woman comes to you looking for a job. What'd you and do you for a year? That between graduate school and when she's sitting in your office, she spent a year on a bike. Hold on. Uh, I'm going to let this one play through, guys, because I want to hear fucking Blobbin's wonderful pearls of wisdom. Bye. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll just go like, you okay, know what? So While this you were is on what a she's saying. She's yeah, saying. Okay. You find out that someone has on their CV, I biked for a year. Yeah. So somebody took a year off between getting their bachelor's. And getting their graduate's degree. In between their bachelor's and their graduate's degree, they went on biking trip for a year. Robin's right. penalizing them for not going the full route and penalizing them for taking a year off to go biking. Well, do you know how to get around that? Which is, first of all, there's two ways to get around it. Be honest with the employer when they ask you, what's this gap? What happened during the year or a year and a half that you weren't working? I see here on your, on your resume. You could easily say, number one, I was taking care of a sick parent which shows warmth and, uh, and love and, you know, family sort of some course, some type of family connection, which employers will absolutely love and loyalty as well, more than anything. Or you could say the truth. I went biking. I went on a cross country with whatever bike tour, whatever I saw this, that, whatever the other things. And they go, Oh, well, this person has extracurricular activities. They're not a complete fucking hermit asshole. Uh, That's when great. I went when I went for my bachelor's and then I went to Arizona, I got my certification in laser technician for skin. And my uncle owned a laser school and a clinic and I worked for him. So that's what I did in Arizona. Oh, wow. And then I, yeah. And so then I went back home and then I did my paralegal. So sometimes they would ask, well, what did you do in Arizona? And so I would, you know, I said I did that. So yeah, it was, school technically yes. yeah you know but it still you know looks like you took a break i right. get what they're saying but yeah. i don't think that's necessarily the worst thing in the world to take a break from your bachelor's degree to your graduate degree and take a year off sometimes people no. need a break no the only thing that looks bad on a fucking cv would be you are you worked at place a and the, it were great and fine and had a great, wonderful time and they loved you. And then you worked at place B for a couple of years and you hated them and they hated you and they wouldn't give you a recommendation letter. And then you worked at place C and you can't explain that two year gap where you don't mention about the job where they fucking hated you. That that's where that stumbling block comes in. And that's where you don't go back past a certain point. I understand that. That makes perfect sense. But yeah, that's the logic. And what's and Robin's logic? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. She. She, she, she couldn't make a decision. She lost her voice for five weeks while they offered her it in Washington. They offered her a job paying her roughly 450 grand over five years and they hired someone else. How do you explain to your job that you had to pay back the government? <laughs> From the Air they Force. Because they overpaid you. Yeah, you thought you were a good money manager. You committed fraud. That would be like in my job, we call that unreported income. You lied. You didn't report your income. Right. Lord have That's mercy. an overgrant. Goodbye. You're not Take getting care. hired. Exactly. 
like this other girl was teaching. I'm hiring her. She's writing her thesis for grad school on the benefits of farm to school programs. Oh, all right, that's different. So it's actually right. perfectly it's, now, now I so understand. That. Now it's a good yeah. idea. All right. yeah. Sussie, now, she can't look. do that any other way but ride around on a bike. He just spoke in fucking Sanskrit to Howard. That's how little sense Howard could make out of that. If he just if he was speaking in fucking uh, in Arabic, Howard would be just in, in you know whatever he said to Howard at that point uh, means nothing because he's got such tunnel vision towards this biking shit. They I hope it works out for you. I, really, yeah. I could do. point out a, an easy way for her to do that. Yeah, Jamie, you're on the air. You know, it's a waste of time. I mean, he's a, he's a pussy. What? Just, just continue to work, man. I would do your job for half the pay I make now. Well, look, he has an idea, a dream. What can I tell you? I do admire. <laughs> Good. What Meanwhile, he's doing. you really don't. You know why? Because you... Have always worked. <laughs> you have all. You really don't well, admire. Don't you envy and those? So he's telling her what she should be saying. She's here. Here. This is an interesting dynamic. She's trying to like soften it and say, "Look, I do admire what he's doing." And Howard immediately pissed off, saying, "No, you don't. He's. I'm going to tell you what you're supposed to feel. Don't you fucking dare try to cede any ground in this fucking battle." Because Robin has a dream too. She wants yep. a talk show. Or anything, Robin, independence. Yeah. Robin wants independence of this show, too. So yep. when she's saying this, she really does mean this. And I secretly think she's jealous of this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like when Stuttering John left, she was mostly pissed off because she had said on the air, I have the audio, to Jay Leno, I would love to be your co-host. And it got, she said... I got in trouble with that and I had to really fucking make amends with Howard. He got really upset by that. Wonder oh, why. Yeah. yeah I so. mean, I think about that with stuttering John. I mean, what a pissed opportunity. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just everything, his whole life. Like you actually did get the, you got the. The brass ring. Got, yeah. You got the lottery. Why did you do what you well, did? Yeah. Why are you? You're such that's a drunk lush. That's alcohol. That's alcoholism, though. Well, that's alcoholism and not actually having any talent, and uh, you know, and being you know, fucking wet brain. Wait People a second, and I'll tell you. Just go no, up and do whatever. I don't. I don't. And you want to know something, Robin? I'll tell you why you don't admire him. Because you wouldn't date this guy. Tell him the truth. You, if a <laughs> but guy. I'm laughing. I'm like, this woman's following him on a bike. If you met a guy, a really nice looking guy like Sussy. Sussy's yes, a handsome, handsome boy. Handsome He's in good shape. He rides a bike day and night. He's, he's ripped. He's ripped as he can be. Let me. Jesus, that was a little overselling. It wasn't for a guy. Uh, ripped as can be. He's wearing a sweatshirt and pants. I mean, yeah, how do you know? For all we know, exactly. And also, too, like you know, they always have stand-up comedians in. Yeah. Do you? I mean, what do you think they have to do in their careers? Do you think that these people are? They follow their dreams, too. All the celebrities that they have in who go for acting, who go for movies, whatever, yeah. comedy, they all do the same thing that Sussie's doing. They went to pursue their dream and quit the nine to five. So if you're shitting on Sussie, then you're going to shit on every celebrity who didn't want to resort to that sort of lifestyle. Great point. 
Yeah, they, they or they started off as dishwashers. They started off as fucking fry cooks. They started off as whatever else before they got discovered or did a commercial or, you know, were, you know, went did did an extra part and someone noticed them or fuck the right director. I mean, there's I mean, look at know. Gilbert. He quit eighth grade, I think it was, or something. Yeah, something like and that. And it and it's like so, but then Howard will look at those people and he will use their stories and say he'll make them beautiful and yeah, think course. that it's wonderful and lap their asses for doing yeah. stuff like that and say, oh, how brave. Right. But this is, this is stupid. See your abs. Show me, show me your abs. Look at this. Go ahead. Look, <laughs> look ripped. Not an ounce of fat on this guy. But let me tell you, I'm man, I look <laughs> not an ounce of fat. I saw a little bit of a roll. I, I just looked like he was skinny a, fat. <laughs> yeah. He was like, what? I, I'm not really sure what I was impressed like by, Bill, but okay. Like, like a Bill Burr type physique. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll keep going. Guy in a bar in the sand. He says to you, Robin, I'm gonna go ride a bike for a year. I'm you, riding you, to Yucatan. I'm gonna ride a bike for a year. Oh yeah. Oh really? What do you do for a living? <laughs> Nothing. I'm gonna ride a bike for a year. I'm well, studying organic farms by uh, riding a bike. I think organic farms, and I won't take money from <laughs> Burger King or McDonald's. Anyone who goes against my oh. personal philosophy. What would you do, Robin? Would you go out with him? I'd say that's very nice. Right. Next. So you don't admire <laughs> him? Do you? He's not looking oh. to date. He's not looking to date the fucking Barca lounger. By the way. Oh, what would you say, Robin? Hi, I'm Brendan Murphy. I copy off of Jackson Pollock and need you to showcase my paintings in your opening. And I don't <laughs> do anything else but club. That's and this is right off that, by the way, 324, 2011. She's right, right, right. Four months after the March of the Bagels. I love that fact. God, I can't get to the end of the fucking 15 Foundation fast enough. I know a lot of people feel the same way, but for opposite reasons. But guys, trust us when it's all done, it's it's going to be like it'll be like an encyclopedia of grift. <laughs> I think everyone loves the grift team. What are you talking about? I know this, well, the numbers are a little down for the, this particular YouTube episode, but that's might be because we also took two weeks off, but then either way, uh, but it doesn't affect the, uh, the app. That's for sure. The downloads are as strong as they always have been, but either way, um, they, it a has lot of to people, be, a lot of people want the, uh, I'm a miserable cunt and they want the betrayal set part right away. That kind of thing. It has to be all historically documented. You have I, to I have it so. all out there. Yeah. You can't, you can't miss that one volume. Yeah. I do. No, you I don't. Do. And I actually know a guy who's you got, made you, a, who's That's made the a, stomach a of a guy who rides his bike. Don't I at that. least get a blowjob? <laughs> Robin, give me a blowjob. Not, not with that job, motherfucker. <laughs> I, I have a friend who made a career out of adventures. He biked around the world for four years. Go ahead. And now he does adventures pretty much everywhere. Adventures. Alist Alistair Humphreys. Yeah. Al what do you mean he does adventures? He's a, he's a friend of mine in London. And he, he probably takes paid? people on he's tours. A, he's a professional speaker and uh, book A tour writer. guide, basically? No, he's not a tour guide. What, he takes people on tours, you said? No. <laughs> no, you said. You said, because you can't stop. You don't listen. What the yeah. fuck? How did he become the world's greatest interviewer? Uh, oh, I don't know. Sorry, he I didn't. It was right. made up. He's, that's right. Well, if you say it long enough, it becomes the truth. He goes on adventures. Like, he's and walked who, to the and North what, Pole. And how does he make money? He uh, gets paid for speaking and his writing. Speaking? Who's I listening told you to him? He's going to try to make himself interesting. I see. By going on a 2,400 uh, or 1,000 mile bike so ride. So he speaks to nudniks like you who have yeah. this dream. It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a pyramid scheme. 
He finds a bunch of it's what the fuck are you talking about? If someone has cancer and they blog about it and they've beat it and they write a book about it, people are interested in this shit. That's how they can be successful. It's that a simple. Pi- a pyramid scheme would be Beth's free friends. A pi- absolutely. Fucking a pyramid scheme. Maybe getting things done is the pyramid scheme. Not like that Nerium shit. Uh, or, you know, it's it's like a pyramid scheme there's no there's no connection to this yeah sussies are real bernie madoff keep going exactly <laughs> he's a lehman brothers and then it's like you and then you find more nudniks like him and then you all talk to each other and pay each other all right well okay that's a little yeah that's called it's sort of... a community that's that's called a community that is there are people who also are like-minded and they yeah, find network. each other and you support and you network and you grow it's grassroots. Howard does not understand grassroots anymore. And this is why you don't have any fucking listeners. Well, look at look at the the whole we did the pyramid the pyramid. <laughs> this is a pyramid scam on my mind. We did the summit video, the three-parter. And his idea of networking was let's get my gay <laughs> googly-eyed employee to go and solicit <laughs> billionaire directors. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's get my one of my video tech guys to go after a man who's um a, a political pundit who's on 700 stations across the United States. <laughs> let's get my drunk rosacea ridden Kansas or uh, employee to go after Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I write him love letters. You know cuz they're all in the same business. You know they're yeah. all they're all, <laughs> they're all <laughs> But the point he's making is Howard stuck in this one dimensional thinking, which is why nobody watches. And the ratings for things like CNN or MSNBC or all these news shows are so down. And people like Rogan and Jimmy Dore and other alternative media sources are so up because and Substack and, you know, other journalists who are not writing for the New York Times because people, no, of course, Al Jazeera, want... France 24, uh, fucking BBC, any normal, any, any the gray uh... zone, like people, people are so not thinking this way anymore. So Sussie no. is tapped into something because people like hearing from regular people. They yeah. want to hear on the ground reporting. They want to hear what's right. going on in regular people's lives from the source. They don't want to listen to shit from on high. No, they don't want spin. They don't want your, their fucking, they don't want to be told what their take is supposed to be. And you follow this line. They want the information flat out. I'll decide for myself, shithead. If it's, if it's, you know, it's accurate. I'll decide if it sounds like the truth. Um, and then I'll, I'll correspond with other certain, whatever factors, and I'll consult with this person who's doing the same type of organic farming, but a little different over here. And then I'll make my own decisions based on all that information. That's right. So he is so ahead of the game with this. Yes. Like the skateboarder who figures out how to make a living out of it. Not every skateboarder will, but one Mm -hmm. does. He thinks he's going to be Tony Hawk. Yeah. Right. Howie. Yeah. Well, he, well, what would Sussy do if it, if he fails? Would he commit suicide? No. No, he's he's parentally uh, happy. He's... He'll find something else not to do. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, wheels. Oh, oh fuck you, Robin. Yeah. Oh, yeah no how, what are you doing? 
No. Yeah, now you're better. I potted it down for you. Listen, Susie, how long's your girl been biking? Uh, last two years. And and the chooch down there looks the same. It's, it's all good. It's all fantastic. What do you mean? It'll ruin her pro- <laughs> the chooch. <laughs> I am. <laughs> what these fucking IQ points just drop suddenly all of a sudden? You know. <laughs> I'm just like so befuddled by like this vagina bike talk. I mean, what do they never... think? They're mutilating her. I don't. I don't know. Do they think they're they're sitting on spikes? Are they cutting off her clit on the bike? Are there razor blades she's riding on that I don't know about? What is going on? Is that knife dildo in seven? Fucking, <laughs> I mean, Jesus. I mean, the, the, that, okay. Okay. The, we know that Howard picks up on the callers, you know, is going to fuck on him. They're not, he's not going to call it. He's not going to pick up on anybody that's going to support him because his mandate is fuck him. But Sussy is this like wall of amity. You can't get at him. It's wonderful. It yeah, really I, is I, like when Billy West, it's kind of like the happier version of when Billy West wouldn't give him what he wanted when John Kay came in. Yeah. Stonewalling it. Uh, was it gray rocking him pretty much? He is gray rocking him. And I think he's doing it though, just because I think that's his personality. Like Billy yeah. was purposefully doing it because Billy would normally play along, but he yeah. wasn't. So that was a choice. Whereas yeah. I see him just like, this is the way he is. That's right. This is organic. This is not something he he was psychologically aware of and he knew going in that this was going to be uh, some kind of attack. But he just was, yeah, his natural personality would lend itself to being like this. That's all there is to it. Uh, private parts? You got to get a special seat for the girl. You need a little more support in the head there. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, happens to be a real thing. She does, uh, have, she does have a woman seat. Especially, I have to get the queen of burps. I got to get to somebody who works yeah, yeah, for a living. Absolutely. All right, listen somebody has a goal so, in some life. quality program. Uh, listen, <laughs> queen of burps is in the Guinness Book of Records. Really? Uh, that's right. You got She's about, writing a book. He's defending, yeah. he's defending it. He can't even. He, he's such an insecure baby that he's like, the queen of burps? It's, she's in the, the world record. Yeah. And she speaks. She she speaks to groups. And she goes on adventures. <laughs> How much do you pay a guy to speak to you about his adventures? I, I know a guy who did that. Who is he, Prairie Home Companion? <laughs> and what kind of adventures the way, can you have on a bike? Hey, Gary, where's that sheet of paper? Garrison Keeler, the Prairie Home He's Companion d- guy? He's retiring, yeah. He has a cruise. Imagine the maniacs oh on God. that cruise. Oh, give me that. You got to hear this. I, 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 know, I can find it right you now. You can find it? They made a movie. I can't even watch the movie. It's so boring. Well, there was also these people, too, like, who have these TED Talks, which, you know, is a thing. Oh, totally. So I can, I can for sure see this community also turning into an influential coming to talk to certain communities and like-minded people base. Yeah. So that could be another avenue for him. But he's mocking on it, but that happens all the time. It's a whole culture now. It's a whole sect of of um, people, you know, just wanting to disseminate their information of their their work or whatever, their their experience, especially. I know a couple of people have done, do, done a few TED Talks. I find them douchey, personally. I can't oh, stand God. listening to them. I find they're a little pretentious. But I would rather read a transcript in a lot of ways because it seems less pretentious. And uh, I can get the information just the same. And I don't have to infer anything. I can just read it flat out. Prairie Home Companion yeah. movie? Yeah. I don't know. And they got a great cast. And I'm like, I'm falling asleep. We found this thing on the web. Did you have a sugar crash, Robin, you fat fuck? Web. 
It's first of all, how many morons could be into Prairie Home Companion? Apparently, he had this great and, following on PBS. And this is pre Me Too, by the way. Greg Garrison Keeler before he got uh, he got Me Tooed uh, for the weird. He got Me Too. I believe so. Let's hold on. Let me take a break and let's find that uh, separation from NPR uh, on November twenty ninth, two thousand seventeen. That's the Me Too era. The Star Tribune reported that Minnesota Public Radio was terminating all business relationships with Keeler as a result of his allegations of his uh, inappropriate behavior with an individual who worked with him. In January 2018, NPR CEO John McTaggart elaborated that they had received allegations of, quote, dozens of sexually inappropriate incidents from the individual, including requests for sexual contact. Keeler has denied any wrongdoing and said his firing stems from an incident when he touched a woman's bare back while trying to console her. He stated he apologized, <laughs> her, apologized to her soon after and that they'd already made up and that he was surprised to hear the allegations when her lawyer called. Uh, yeah, in its statement of termination, NPR announced that Keeler would keep his executive credit for the show, but that since he owns the trademark for the phrase Prairie Home Companion, they would cease rebroadcasting episodes of Prairie Home Companion featuring Keeler and remove the trademark phrase from the radio show hosted by Chris Thile. I don't like when people accuse somebody of something and they get fired. You should be, if they're accusing you of something and there's evidence of it and you go to trial or whatever comes out from it, then you should be fired. But you shouldn't be fired just by somebody's accusation because that could be... I don't know if an accusation should lead to a firing. I just think that's a little, maybe like you're not fired, but we're putting you on paid leave until the investigation concludes. Right. There's actually a couple of famous footballers um, in um, one on Manchester City. I can't remember, but like a bunch of rape allegations. So he can't play until that's all sussed out. And that's the right thing to do. Like you got to make sure that this is squashed. You know what I mean? So uh, let's see. And you go on this boat, and these retards are all on there. Oh, here it is. That guy's a fucking bore and a half. <laughs> all right, listen. Garrison will schedule many opportunities to join with him in story and song. Oh, no. He's going to sit there and tell yeah. you those stories. Yeah. Th- these can be a passenger geek glee club, an informal riding workshop. Oh, you should go. Yeah. <laughs> Coffee in the dining room, singing gospel on the aft deck. Or discussions with some of his favorite performers. Okay. There, by the way, guys, there are Star Trek cruises. There's a Kiss cruise. There are cruises of any fucking nature. Like it really is magic cruises. I think Pen. I think Pen Gillette was doing one for a while there, wasn't he? Um, or at least there were pre pre pandemic. He said Glee Club, which I know means like singing and shit. Singing, but yeah. I did read an interesting article this week. It said that. The show Glee was the plague ship of wokeness into our culture. Like How's the that? show Glee, because it just like it had a representation for everyone. And right. the fandom was so insane that it was like you had to have a character for every sort of denomination. Mm-hmm. And they said Glee was like the plague ship for wokeness. Into, <laughs> and I was laughing so that's a funny, fucking. Funny co- that's a funny concept. I was laughing so hard when I read this article because I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I, yeah. They're like, have you ever, everything was problematic. And I was like, oh, my God. It's his, this article is hysterical. 
Well, <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> Marvel Comics. Um, this was from, let's see. Okay, this, this is the independent. I can't get in there. Um, introducing, <laughs> there's Marvel Comics decided <laughs> to make woke superheroes. And no, uh, I'm not joking. They, uh, it says, uh, okay, let's see what I got here. Is this for real? I'm not joking. One of the characters is called Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> the other one's Stop called safe, sp- safe space. <laughs> it says it's it, this. Let's not let's get this out of the way because it needs to be addressed up top. This is not a joke. Apparently, Marvel is serious, and with these new heroes, they've managed to unite everyone in disgust. Obviously, oh. the usual right wing chuds are typically ap- apoplectic about the news, but even self described SJWs are telling Marvel this ain't it, Chief. They're joined by LGBTQ campaigners who are also confused and annoyed. Calling your first non-binary superhero Snowflake in safe space is the most insensitive and out-of-touch things <laughs> you could do. They, they sound like the kind of names you'd expect a writer who's trying to make fun of non-binary people would give their characters. That is hysterical. Wait, can, you, can you quick Google uh, Glee? Uh, woke plague, plague ship? Yeah. Google Glee Woke Plague Ship. You got to read this article just like part of it. It is just, it's fucking, I never realized that Glee was the woke plague ship on our country. <laughs> so one of these characters called Screen, screen Time. time. <laughs> A meme obsessed super teen whose brain becomes connected to the internet after becoming exposed to his grandfather's experimental internet gas. Okay, B negative. A teen living vampire exposed to Michael Morbius' blood as a child in Rogue, but life-saving medical procedure. He still ages like a regular kid, but has all the abilities of Morbius. He's obsessed with all the music and attitude of a classic long past decades, uh, like the 90s and and the 2000s. What? Who cares? What? (laughs) Trailblazer. No! A regular kid scooped up into the world of teenage superheroing. Oh my god, Her can magic... we put Robin's head on this? Sure. A magic backpack is actually a pocket dimension with seemingly infinite space. <laughs> so they copied out of Harry Potter's Hermione's infinite backpack spell. That's I cool. think I think so, yeah. <laughs> and for real, it's sold out. It is? Yeah. You couldn't even get on. See, there is a market. Yeah. Well, all right, Sassy. Good luck. Yeah, thanks, buddy. All right, man. I really mean it. Um, I also uh, wanted to mention that we're raising awareness for Farm Aid, the oh, nonprofit yeah. for Willie Nelson. So, yeah. farmaid.org. Yeah, riding around on your bicycle should really help out Willie Nelson. That was actually, a, that in itself, that was a good charity, Farm Aid. It was. And it actually makes sense to connect all of those sort of smaller grassroots movements into his bigger farm aid which is huge and popular massive yep farm aid hey you never know they're having they're pretty excited about it all right thanks good luck try to save you don't write me letters in 20 years telling me i was right i'll be all right all right and what a nice boss instead of saying my loyal employee who didn't bother me who did his job who, who didn't, I didn't complain, know. <laughs> who basically was a shadow around here that I yeah. barely noticed. Mm-hmm. He is doing something, and I'm going to promote what he's doing next. Instead, he shits on it. And he could have helped Willie Nelson's farm aid. 
too along in the process. So it could have helped a whole community of people in Brooklyn to wherever he's going to. All these little niche shops that agree with the sort of goal that he has and thinks how he thinks and this whole new, movement. Helping New York, essentially. But it's helping a movement of like organic foods and farmers and whatever yeah, he's but, doing. This whole but lifestyle. But he doesn't give a fuck about anybody else. But I'm saying he could have sent, if he was a good boss and a good yeah, person, course, he could have course. sent him off of promoting this Oh yeah. versus shitting on this. Yeah, of course. And it's not like you're a good boss. Like, farewell. Don't come. Don't fucking come crying back to me when you're out of work. Like, that's the kind of thing you say. Well, first of all, an asshole says that. But like I said, guys, it, again, Bob D, you're going to have a field. Day. I'd love to hear your take on all this because you love these uh, farewell episodes. And I love them, too. But it's it is a tough slog because you just want to reach out and fucking strangle that goddamn pelican. I just can't imagine like any job I've ever left to go to a different job. Like when I left my law office to go to the county, if you ever want to come back, you just give us a call or anything right. you ever need, any letters of recommendations, whatever. Right. You this know, isn't like people burning bridges. And it's like this isn't even something he's doing that's competing with Howard. It's just insane to me that he would be such an asshole. Like to people who are really starting off on their careers and you not ha giving them that boost is yeah. really an asshole move. Oh, 100%. but he thinks, but he thinks the gift is the job and yes. that's all you should ever have. Yeah. And actually give me one moment. Okay. Who was it sent me? Okay. I'm going to, I'm not going to play the clip, but someone sent me a message here and it was in, in relation to Sal and Sal's salary. Uh, okay, Adam Prowl sent me this. He goes, hi, Jim. This clip may be beating a dead horse, but Howard gets on the line with Sal during the prank where the show is going to hire him and says that the position doesn't pay much, like 60000 a year. I don't even know if I can get oh. that much out of the station. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> I've got, I'll get the audio. Uh, it's, uh, I have, you know, have all those years, but I don't, again, I don't, I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of 60, exact 60, quotes. 60000 a year? That's like... Well, I get yeah. Well, I guarantee when John left, okay, he was only making 85,000. I guarantee he was giving Sal and Richard, like literally cutting that salary in half and giving them 45, for, like 45 for Richard and 40 for Sal. That's like oh, slave wages. I'm, I'm sorry. That's like a regular job here. I don't, yeah. I'm, I'm not quite understanding. Yeah, they were, they will look fucking in 2000. It's probably less than that. I'm probably overshooting it. KC admitted on James Santiago's show that he was making as a co as a co-producer $23,000 in New York City. How can you survive on $60,000 in New York City? You can't even survive in, no. I mean, you could survive if you had maybe like benefits or something. He did have, have kids. He had some benefits and he had no kids. But that's about it. But where was he living in a fucking he must have had six roommates. You had to, you would have had to have roommates because of electric and gas. I mean, totally. You you have even in places here, you have to be making at least sixty thousand dollars. I mean, you cannot survive on that. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. It's like it's so. And this guy, Sussy, he's probably he probably was making maybe 60, maybe as a lighting guy for this fucking stupid show that no one was paying for.
I don't think he was making 60. I think he was making less. Probably. Okay, I, I, I would happily lowball it. Buddy, good luck. No, he'll always have that adventure, you know. When he gets a real job, he'll tell his kids when he was wild. What can I do for you? Obviously, Howard wants you to take more of a conventional path towards your future. Uh, I enjoy the unconventional path for my future. Like I said, I, you know, in order to get big, I had to get out. I wasn't getting rich here. I'm not going to get rich here. It's time to move on and support. That's exactly right. You're not going to get rich here. That's... Mm-hmm. Everybody should have listened to Sussy mm-hmm. and realized that, honestly, Howard runs this ship like Cuba. The only people at the top are getting rich. Yeah, there's <laughs> there, there's one the people, there's 1%. That's Howard. Yeah. He's the 1%. It's, that's it. You're not getting rich. No. The, nobody else. You're getting handouts and you're lucky. And it was it was funny to me, though, the one idea that Artie, he didn't shit on Artie for doing stand-up gigs, even though, you know, like he knew Artie was making a lot more money on those, but he he didn't do to him that he would do to Bowie and who, anybody else who went on the road because Artie was giving so much material, I suppose. But there no, had and to be because he was reason. a stand, there was a he was a stand-up comedian before. Right, that was his profession before. Okay. And he was an actor and Artie was getting offers. So if yes. Howard were to trample on the stand-up thing when yeah. he knew that people were offering him things, forget about it. He would have been, he knew how to play those cards just right. Mm-hmm. But in retrospect, think about that money that Howard made when he first came to Sirius and then made yep. that first bonus. And all these people that he's employing, you're not even making a dent in that no. fortune. You're None. not even making a fucking dent. The money that he, because you see the production quality in all of oh, the yeah. stuff that he did, it's oh, yeah. shit. It's not great. No, so of it's course like, not. You know exactly. I can't believe how much he underpaid the talent and people that he first initially employed who were here for that switchover from 2009 to before Marcy came. He could have easily taken. Two and a half million dollars, two and a half oh, million easily and upgraded everything to state of the art, everything he could have added, taken another two million, paid it out amongst the staff, divide it in such a way, like some kind of merit system. Like Scott, the engineer would get a lot more because he's been there so long. Uh, Bowie would get a certain amount. Everybody would just, you know, everybody would get. Why would you like, starve your staff? Why would you? This is what I don't understand. Sure. Even the lower level staff that was making such, you know, no, no money clearly right. at right. K Rock. Why, when you made that big payday, would you only elevate their salaries to such a level? And then when you hired more people, you still kept it at that low, starving minimum control. It is unbelievably baffling to me. And you, and you didn't raise it and you didn't even give them incentives or weighted bonus or anything nothing nothing i mean it now they're in, now they're crime. only now their only incentive is they won't get paid unless they get a bill a bit online or they get some minimal salary like the idea the other day that we were talking about like uh, the idea that they dangled in front of Shuli 
look, we can only give you this much, but any bit you get on the air, you'll get some kind of commission, like a fucking ice cream, you know, like a dicky. Yeah, call it he's Dickie like an Dean Avon kind of. salesman, basically. Uh, exactly, exactly. And and the other, and then that person knowing that they don't get any bits on the air, pretty much, because they don't do the gay stuff, they don't do the scat shit. Uh, so they have almost no chance of getting a bit on the air, except maybe once every three weeks. What kind of money is that? Fifty bucks? A hundred? Five hundred? Nothing. I just, I, it baffles me the the amount of wealth gap that yeah that happened. Yeah, and it's 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 not a way to run a business. It's uh, yes, you do want to keep the uh, you want to keep a hierarchy of financials. You want people making more based on merit or based on position. That's people understand. How did they that. even agree to this? Like that's what really. He signed on to this. How did all of them? I know they were so desperate and probably well, they were not, just so happy they, to be making more. They were not union. And they, 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 Sirius, he basically told Sirius, you know, in his negotiation said, don't you worry about my employees. You hire me and I'll help take care of them. If of Sirius was in charge of it, who knows how it would have been. But well, this is why they, this is why he never had a union. Because if you had a union, you would have somebody in your face saying no yep no way hurricane sandy shit there wouldn't have even been a saga because the union rep would have said they're not coming in unsafe working conditions i mean come on yeah and that one's in the pipes guys that's coming down we're going to start recording on hurricane sandy because we're getting closer to the end of 15 foundation i can't wait to go through that one that's just going to make people hate even that much more i can't wait yeah it's something that you know I've become really passionate about. Yeah, explain that. You didn't really get a chance to uh, really tell your side of the tale why you're so passionate. What led you down this path? Uh, about a year and a half ago, I got really involved with organic food and sustainability just in general. So we're riding along the trip supporting the nonprofit organization Farm Aid to, um, sorry, stumbling here, but it's okay. Uh, we're visiting organic farms and craft breweries, raising awareness and funds for Farm Aid, so to help them help small farmers. Are you in support of John Siskovich's journey? Yes, Sussie's journey. I am. I think uh, he's still very young. He doesn't have a whole lot of responsibility yet. He says he's thinking about changing careers now. Anyway, he's not into the whole lighting thing. He wants to be a farmer at some point. I'm going to pause it just for a sec. Okay, Will, I'm just going to use my arrow key. Will, someone here, probably Jason. Uh, okay, I'm counting. One, two, three, four, five, six, a cubicle, and probably some more people behind there. So one huge communal fucking office, like, I don't know, telemarketer's office. Yeah, it looks like a collections agency. Absolutely. And all the noise and all the clutter, no one has... They they can't even afford to separate people and put them in their own office so they can just be unfettered. Well, if you want a collective environment, I could see that. But then you would want it at a round table or something interesting, you know. Yes. Or like, you know, like even if you worked at yeah. like I remember at our law firm, we had, you know, conference rooms. So like you could transfer where we had rooms with computers where it was like. Everyone works together on a case and well, then you're in the same room if you're working on the same case or you had to go in a, if you had to work separately, you had your own area with your own thing. 
Well, just the idea that Will and Jason, who are supposed to be like a semi like associate producers of the show, should not be with a bunch of other fucking writers and whatever tech people. They shouldn't be. They should be separated. Of course they should be. That's crazy. Fuck. It's even a, I mean, even at shitty government county levels, we separate people. I mean, yeah. that's and that's. That's bottom barrel government shit where it's like right. you're not getting anything nice. It's crazy. <laughs> By the way, why isn't he making fun of Will's beard? <laughs> well, Will, yeah, Will's Will's Hulk Hogan beard doesn't uh, and the goatee doesn't quite work. But uh, yeah, I don't know why, because I guess Will's the uh, he's the. So the Will's not Abraham room. Lincoln. No. What, what, what so why not try it, you know? You're a man who grabbed his future by the balls. I mean, that's how you got up here, by taking a chance, right? That's right. That's right. You you wrote a letter to Howard. Right. In crayon. Well, no, no, I didn't write. Actually, you know, I met Howard beforehand, uh, before I sent the letter. But you knew that in order to become his regular guy, that you had to take a bit of a risk. I had to take a big risk, man. I took a big risk. So do you support Sussy and his risk? Okay, let me let let this one play out. Um, well, Sussy, Sussy's not doing it for for a career thing, in my opinion. I, I mean, he's I don't I don't know what he's doing. Cause he's not going. He's not like he's going to get another job or something. He's going to ride a bicycle around around the world. Is that what he's doing? Essentially. Yeah. I mean, what what is that going to do for him? How is that going to advance his career do you you know do you have any input on this well i think he's he's taking it as a life experience as a way to, uh, uh, to change uh, the way we farm and in turn he feels it'll lead him down a path of uh, happiness yeah but uh what do you okay hold on <laughs> he's also you're also asking a guy who's in his fucking 60s and on the way out of working or hopefully he, he believes uh, add some years onto that i think yeah. that I think that he's contemplating this, though. So let's keep going. Oh, yeah. You do for money. Never mind fucking happiness. I mean, you need money to have happiness. I mean, you got to you have to exist. You need money. You have to buy food. You have to unless he's going to grow his own stuff everywhere he stops. I mean, I mean, unless he saved up a lot of money to do this, um, which I hope he does, because I hope he did. Um, he's going to be in deep shit. I think Howard's jealous. Howard actually sounded angry when he's like, I want to ride my bike around the world. I want to do it. He sounds a little like he wish he had done something like that. Believe me, it'll change his life forever when he's back. He'll be a much deeper person by the time he gets back here. And he can always get a job in lighting if he doesn't really want to be a farmer. I love that. That's exactly how. See. Others, there are people that feel the same way as us. I mean, hence why we have a following, obviously. Um, but like well, sometimes, sometimes the truth is quite, the truth is quite simple. The truth is quite simple, but it's not as the truth is quite evasive these days. People, for some reason, tend to not go for the obvious truth these days <laughs> well the, the the like this guy's you know, flat out he probably works with sussy as well i mean if he's a camera guy the tech guys all know each other one thing i don't understand is why ronnie who does hang out with some of these guys wouldn't know more about because he's a gossip hound too ronnie loves to know what the fucking people are doing i'm not yeah. sure why he wouldn't know more already about sussy's trip but that's a that's a whole because other point, because ronnie cares more about the girl interns I guess. Oh, yeah, that might be right. 
two, two years and stuff, and he can definitely get back on. He has enough contacts here. I think it's a good deal. I support Sussy. I think uh, it's risky, it's scary, but uh, I wish I had the balls to do something like that. I think that's cool. You're a man who's followed his dreams. Never know unless you try. It's the smartest thing I ever did. Going across the country, lived out of the van for a year in my 20s. No regrets. Picked up kids. Yeah, Jesus. When he said I lived out of a van, I just got a little bit of like hair standing up on my neck. Like, ooh, you don't look like somebody who should live out of a van. What happened to Jean Benet again? <laughs> Did the hairs that stood up on your on the back of your neck look like his? <laughs> God, I hope not. Congrats. <laughs> <Rats. laughs> <laughs> if that were true, I definitely wouldn't be getting married. Checkered past, but all in all, I uh, I'm proud of those years. And I mean, really, Sussy doesn't sounds like he's got no problem changing his job. He realizes what he's doing, and he's going to give it a shot. And worst case, if it doesn't work out, he goes back. He... <laughs> this just looks like stockbrokers, failed stockbrokers, <laughs> like I don't know, like enclave. I. Really in between, is. in between, fleecing seniors out of their retirement bunch pensions. <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> really casual, does. Casual like, um, <laughs> it does look like an office that's like you know it has a law firm's name, but yeah. they're a bunch of like collectors who have debt that's already been paid, and they bought bad debt, and they're harassing nursing homes. <laughs> yeah, God, it's just bad. Their job, like, he tries like, writing, and that's it. But like, sorry, what's that? Like, we're gonna arrest you. You know, you broke the law. You need to pay back this debt. Oh, like, I can just see you you gotta live those dreams. You gotta give it a shot. You always have to give it a shot. And uh, I fully endorse this bike ride. I'm not gonna give any money towards it, but I do endorse this bike ride. <laughs> I love what Sussy's money towards it. How could they even work like that? Well, that's the thing I don't understand. I mean, the, the, the sometimes like for, for Sal and Richard work by themselves, they have all this tech gear that they're, they're using for drops. They can put on their headphones. They can work with, if they have noise, noise cancellation shit, it's not a problem for them. But if they need to record themselves, they have to be isolated because their, their mic's going to pick up all the din. If they're, yeah, the they're, they're spaced out like a tech school in an elementary school. Like yeah, in my or, daughter's school, like for her tech class, I've seen her tech room. That's how spaced out they are. Like in my people, own or, office, yeah, people yeah. are more spaced out. They have their they, own desk, but it's it's far away from the other person's desk. There's no row of desks with computers next to each other. I would flip out if somebody told me, oh, you have to work next to that person. Well, there should at least be those cubicles, like those, you know, office space, little, you know, separators, dividers and stuff. What is this school? Well, it looks, yeah, you're right. It looks like a university library where everybody's plugged their laptop into the desk fucking outlet. It does. It looks like a tech class. Yeah. And now the, the layout in office, the office for, um, uh, the, this is like a wedge shaped office that, um, Sal and Richard have opposing, uh, sides, but they're identical. They, they're just opposite, but they're identical in the, the layout. Uh, it looks like a broom closet. Right. Look at this. But it is puny. It's absolutely puny. Like there's a printer right next to him. There should be nothing in that space on the right. The keyboard's he, probably cramped somewhere. It looks like yeah. if you were to go into a restaurant and, hey, can I have the corner booth? Yeah, sure. Here's your office. Look, here's the keyboard. 
the keyboard should be right here in loads of space. There isn't. He's got a drink here. He's got some kind of fax scanner printer right here. He's got a mixing board. He's got a mixing board that doesn't even need to be a quarter that size, even in 2011. And look at his coat. It's hanging up right next to him. You hang (laughs) your coat nowhere near where you're sitting. Right. It's and no windows, no natural lighting, nothing. It's depressing. It's got to be depressing as fuck. Oh, this is so sad. And this was the upgrade. This was no. This I mean, this was this was serious. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the upgrade. Well, I don't know what it looks like anymore. It's probably a phone booth at this point for for Richard, or it's probably he's working at home now. I guess who knows. I just think this is tragic. Yeah. Doing. I think it's awesome. You know, in my twenties, I actually took a risk. By I had a st- and the mixing board, by the way, is almost falling off the fucking desk. That's how little space they have to work with the computer. Even back then, they made flat screens and they were. But that's not saving any fucking space. A phone right there. It's jammed oh. in. It's not even able to put on the fucking wall. It reminds me of, you know, Looks there's like tables sale. you can buy in <laughs> Ikea where it's like you can buy those high top tables for your yeah. kitchen where you like shove against a wall in case you don't have a big kitchen where you can put sure. a big table in the, that's what this reminds me of like a high mm-hmm. top kitchen table that you shove against the wall lord it's it's just a, it's a and it's like i said sal's is just as bad you'll just wait guys steady job as an electrician and i was in a band and we got an offer to go on tour and i told my boss as an electrician i said hey this is my dream i want to go on tour with my band and luckily my boss was cool and let me come back after I was off tour, but it was kind of the same thing. I wanted to go out and just live life and and see the world. And I think that's awesome what Sussy's doing. You only live once, life is short. We could all be gone tomorrow. Why? Yep. And you had a good boss who said you can come back. Nice. Yeah. And I go out and see the world and explore other cultures and countries i i think it's super cool what he's doing as a man who yeah <laughs> now we're gonna look now look at jd who looks like <gasps> he's been forced into a radio shack stand this looks yes. like an episode of hoarders yes he's got a mixing desk he doesn't need one he's got a laptop here something else here maybe another monitor and a third monitor right here like too much, like if you call it the laptop monitor as well, and no fucking space for anything, nothing. This is the most depressing workspace I've ever seen in my life. His cubicle is puny. Them, they expect them to be creative and happy, and you should be happy you work here. You should be oh. happy you work here. You wouldn't want to ride a bike around the world if you worked in this shit. I'm surprised Bye-bye. this kid. I'm surprised this kid didn't walk in with a fucking Uzi and start strafing one day. Well, we have to take like, um, you know, those active shooter trainers every year and a bunch <laughs> of county trainers. Like, see, it says like what you have, what the signs are do. to look for yeah. and empl- other employees for active right. shooters right. in case and what you would do in case there is an active shooter. Okay. And they tell you exactly what you would do and what not to do and blah, blah, blah. Right. If I worked in an environment like this, I would be constantly on guard for who is going to be an active shooter. Because yeah. look at this situation. Yeah. This it, is... it looks it looks imposing. It looks imposing. It looks depressing. Every time I watch Hoarders, I get anxiety because I'm yeah. like, everything is coming at me from the television. I couldn't imagine actually being in this space, and this is yeah. that. 
Yeah. Unbelievable. Who's found his dream job. Do you think that Sussy is leaving a golden opportunity behind by going on this bike ride, or do you support it? Uh, you know, a guy wants to do what makes him happy. If it makes him happy to ride around on, on a bike, you know, hey, prior to him. Some people like to live with nothing, you know? Takes all kinds, you know what I'm saying? Even those minimalist hippies. Uh, Jesus, and all these tapes piled up behind him, DVDs behind him. Fuck. Do you want to know what I've noticed? The collective, nobody's happy. No. They are all agreeing pretty much. If For the most they're part. Not, the people who aren't are sort of trying to get the mentality of it, like Ronnie. But they all pretty much agree, like, they're not happy. Well, they're not happy with what they're doing. And that's why asking. And uh, the other thing is being asked this by someone about a person who is leaving I think they're envious. I think they're envious of the fact that this guy is able to leave. They've they've and kind it, of shoehorned themselves into this position where they feel they don't leave, they can't leave, they don't want to leave, they have no choices, they're stuck in. If they leave, what's going to happen? Same thing he got. That's the other thing. If they've heard him being berated for 40 minutes, they don't want a part of that. And listen, also look at, look at it like this too. He was saying... How could you leave me? Look at this great job. What are you going to do? So in your head as a listener, right? Yeah. You have in your mind what it would be like to work there, that it's some amazing thing. You would kind of picture it like an iPhone store or something. You know, you picture this innovation and creativity. And now... A lot lot of white, clean lines, like big windows. uh, You know, everything's sharp angles, whatever. Everything looks state-of-the-art. happy. Right, shiny, shiny. Right. And then you're seeing in these interviews what it actually looks like there... And you're now realizing, oh, yeah, that's why he's leaving. This yeah. is the best thing we've ever seen because his words for why you're leaving yeah. to this. They don't is, match. It's the perfect picture yeah. to explain why he's leaving. Well, it's very rare that we get the behind the scenes pictures of the uh, like what they're doing, but like in the back offices and stuff. And these days, I don't know. You'd never get this stuff anymore. You don't get the. Well, this is why it stopped. Yeah. Because look at the cans. I mean, see the cans there. Yep. Right there on one and two. Well, if you'd like to call them that, sure. If you want to label people, it's fine with me. Go ahead. That's your right. I don't like to label people. The idea of riding a bike bores the shit out of me, but that's his dream. You know, the guy, the guys make a pretty good point. This is one opportunity to do this. Is that, you know, you can't do this in 10 years when you have kids. So, you, you know, the truth is he, he could always quit and quit riding the bike and go look for work. And he obviously doesn't give a shit about being a lighting guy, so it doesn't matter. You're someone who gave up a... So this is south side <gasps> of the same room. <laughs> God, it's so imposing. It's worse than Robin's desk, almost. Oh, my God. Over here, DVDs and or books, but probably mostly DVDs. Um, this you can looks just like, see, you like, know, like in a set of a movie, like, I don't know. I, I, I can't even explain this. This looks like a, something in college, like you have ryan reynolds or something drunk on the floor and he wakes up in a beer haze and this is his frat room 
I mean, this is insane. It is awful. Like over here, like just different pictures and stuff on the wall. Fine. But you've got an interface. You've got speakers. Uh, looks like the modem. Trash. I have no idea. Mixer. There's okay. Finally, there's room for a keyboard, but there's literally no room to just lay your arm. You could put maybe half an elbow here where the drink is a bunch of lotion, a bunch of other bullshit sanitizer. I don't know whatever the fuck else, but it looks like, yeah, the walls are coming in. Unbelievable. Uh, it's a computer co- it's a it's a computer coffin yeah pursue your dream do you support saucy in this endeavor or do you think this is as ridiculous as howard's making it out to be um does that microphone work really well drop that down a little bit come down here okay now he's gonna moon the camera do we really want to show this and get in trouble no okay so guys there's not much sal just moons the camera we're not going to put that in for for fucking fear we're going to get that wipe get ourselves in trouble on youtube so um any closing thoughts there my dear well i could see why he left i'm glad he did and i wish more people would and i can see how this has turned into a shit show of new people hires of you know enticing them to come into this world mm-hmm. not paying them much mm-hmm. and now we have a bunch of millennial unfunny shitheads who are just going to be willing to sit in cubicles that are uncreative and or at home in this case and do the bidding. Yeah. Unbelievable. Because that's all they really wanted. They didn't want to pay people. They wanted to stifle creativity and it's unbelievable. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed this one. Uh, we're going to get into hurricane Sandy pretty soon. Uh, we're also going to continue with the Colford book. Um, in uh, due time as well. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you got other suggestions, please leave them in the comment section and don't forget about our Patreon stuff, which is weekly and separate from every other app. You will not get any Patreon stuff anywhere, but on Patreon and it's weekly. So and it's thank you amazing. for all of those. And thank you for all those people on Patreon as well. We love you guys. Um, and live your dreams like sussy. <laughs> That's right. Take care guys. We love you. Oh, just real quick. I was off. Oh, calling because uh, I just want to say my turn on the seventeenth of June. Thanks, Eric. Back back. <laughs> back back. All right, buddy. Back back. Eric, what? I couldn't hear you. What did you say? I said the tour that I'm. Take care, man. Back back. <laughs> Don't ever call back. <laughs>